the fourth and inches channel this is vero delfino and i've got some other co-hosts around girls what's up sarah lisa hello how are you very well um we got antoine staley with us good friend former guest what's up bro how you been I'm good. How are y'all doing? Like it's been I hadn't talked to well, I hadn't talked to Evero in a while and then I've never spoken with Lisa, least uh like this, or Sarah either for that matter. I don't think either. We you know we talk we talk a lot about hip hop on Twitter, so it's good to talk with y'all. You you guys talk hip hop and me and Twan are like Red Sox. Yeah, I mean I actually got the Red Sox game in the background right now. I, I have it on my iPad. Cause it's on uh TBS, so yeah, I'm actually watching it. All right, so it might just be me and Toons talking to each other while Lisa and Twan are cheering on the home run here. <laughs> while we're watching baseball. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, actually the last show that came on the channel was with me and Lisa and Jennifer, their first sort of debut as part of the official Inches family. And then the one before that, I think I linked up with Mike. And then the one before that was with Sarah. So this is the, actually the first time that some of the other new hosts are coming together. It's just been really difficult for me to, well, first I was in a huge funk and didn't want to do shit for a few weeks. And then it kind of took a, another few weeks to chase everybody down and figure out times that everybody could go. But we're finally getting some content on the channel at least once in the month of June. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's always good to talk about something in June, even though I know it's like slow time right now. But, I mean, it's, it's good uh, to having something to talk about, I guess, leading up to training camp, at the end, of, uh, which is, begins at the end of July. Yeah, yeah, it's still a little bit of a dead period. But what about you, Tunes? Because, yeah, it's been a couple months since we did our previous show. So what you, what you been doing recently? I've also been in a funk, and uh, I've been trying to get out of it. I think I've been working so much where it's like I don't give myself time to breathe. So when I do, I realize, like, how much of a funk I am in. So now I'm just trying to take a chill pill on work and then trying to find some me time. Word. You catch any good Pirates games lately? <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck the Pirates. Yeah, that's an that's see moron, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I just know she's at the stadium. Are you even allowed to watch part of the game or no? I So technically no, but we're so dead that I'm able to. Yeah, that can't be pretty fun watching the Pirates these days. Awful. I remember when, like, the first wild card season, the blackout season, I remember being such a fan. And then after... Pedro, Cole, and all of them left. Like, I do not care about baseball anymore. Like, it took away my fandom. This team is so bad. How did you even become a... I know, because Lisa is also huge into baseball. How did you become a, a Red Sox fan, Lisa? Because you've got the Dolphins, and you got we haven't gotten that story yet. I, um, <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm actually not a huge baseball fan. I'm a huge Red Sox fan. Like... I watch the Sox, and that's it. I don't. If they're not in it, I'm not watching. So, them. like me with the Dolphins. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't care about it. Like I don't care about the World Series, any of that stuff, unless unless the Red Sox are in it. But I, you know, <clears throat> it's an ex. I, I had an ex that like I started watching it with, and, oh dear. and that was the only thing that stayed from him. <laughs> he, he, he's long gone. But my Red Sox fandom stayed, and unfortunately, he turned one of my kids into a fucking Patriots fan. Oh, um, 
which is horrifying. Um, to so, say the uh, least. Oh my god! It's child abuse for one thing. It, it, it is it's terrible. It's terrible. But my older son is a Dolphins fan, so you know I talked to him. The other one, he's I'm writing him out of the will. Um, <laughs> Because, I don't know, I can't I can't do that Patriot shit. <laughs> but he's also a Red Sox fan, so I can talk baseball with him. Just not football. Do, do they have a test? I know they have paternity tests, but do they have a test to see if you're the real mother? I, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I think I am. I seem to remember, but maybe they switched him at first. I know, I they know. could pull some shit at the hospital. Yeah, maybe they took him away and substituted one while I was, like, you know, under the influence or something. I have no idea. <laughs> you might be right. I might not be his real mother. Well, that's comforting. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? I have a question for Antoine. First of all, I love you because, like, you're so fun on Twitter because you talk to everybody and... You know, some blue check marks don't talk to anybody, so I love that about you. But who do you root for for football? Who did I? I mean, now I don't root for anybody because, you know, I've been so entrenched in sports and covering it for so long that I really don't necessarily have a team. But who I grew up rooting for, uh, I grew up rooting for, I grew up a Raider fan. I, I, um, and this was before Panthers. I grew up in North Carolina, as most people know, uh, before even the Panthers even had a team. So we were kind of like, everybody's kind of like pick and choose. And most people were Washington fans at the time in North Carolina. Or like Cowboys, but, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, so, I got to North Carolina like two years after the team came. And it was mostly still, I feel like, Cowboys and Skins. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It still is in a way too, actually. So, but for me, yeah, I was I I love Bo Jackson. So, and they were in L.A. at the time. So, I ended up just gravitating towards the Raiders, and they just kind of stuck until really I started covering sports, and then now just like you know whatever. Okay, I'm, that I, leads me to a follow up question though. Yeah, and go be ahead. honest, and nobody's gonna be mad at you when it's not the Dolphins. What was your favorite team to ever cover? Um, out of all the sports, yeah. Uh, it it probably would be the Dolphins, just simply because I think I love the organization. I've always said this about the Dolphins: as shitty as they've always been, uh, even though they're starting to get out of that now, uh, it seems like. But as shitty as the organization had been on the field, but off the field, they've been great. The people are really nice, and uh, I love working with them. So I always had a good relationship with them. So out of all the teams, and I've covered many teams, as y'all know, uh, I, I definitely enjoy working with the Dolphins, and I still do. I still have a great relationship and still know a lot of people over there and get a lot of information uh, back and forth from them. Well, that's great, because I was lying. I would have been mad if you hadn't said Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Dolphins by far, uh, by, by all the teams there. I, I still, like I said, I still get inside for information. I still get people texting me about stuff going on. I still have a lot of pull well, over and there. And you. you're still kind of part of Dolphins Twitter, Twitter, whether you like it or not. Oh, yeah, yeah. People want me to, uh, people have been wanting me to work for the Miami Herald <laughs> again. I mean, to cover the deal. It's been like this bit to do about that, this bit movement. I guess you missed that on Twitter. I guess, like, thankfully, I, I, I'm told I, that's the other thing. This is my first episode on the channel since I'm back to Twitter, which feels weird. It's been a whole week now, and uh, 
I'm just kind of dipping my toes in. I'm not even logged in on my phones, just on the computer, because I want to try to not make myself yeah, like, yeah, please be, yeah, use please it be too good. much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if I if I do too much, then I'm just gonna like go into a rage, and we all know what happens then. Just deletion yeah, and, after fucking deletion. <laughs> and don't don't talk politics either. Just try to stay away from that because I, I I know you got into some trouble with that last time too as well. Yeah, I was harassing the former president. My bad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just 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 be easy. Yeah. <laughs> what are we nuking accounts from like like hypothetically if you got your account suspended like three years ago and you make a new account and they somehow find out it's connected they'll fucking nuke your new account from an account they suspended for like three years no, ago. no yeah that's true and i'm i'm sort of expecting at any moment that could happen so just enjoy me while you can yeah. <laughs> nobody fucking enjoys me it's hilarious and and how is it that Travis manages to have like nine hundred accounts and never? <laughs> no, I really have to say it's Taylor is the one that's got me back, and he got Travis back the last time. Both of us had run into a brick wall, and I and I, me and Travis sort of mended fences uh, when I came back this week. I told him I, I don't care. He jumped ship because I care about him more because he's a good kid. And uh, so there's no bad blood there. But, uh, yeah, I forgot what you were saying. I'm stoned. I don't know. Did about, uh, Mid-sentence. Did you see that? Mid-sentence. I lose it. She's talking about Travis having so many cows. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Travis. Good kid. <laughs> But no, I love that guy. I love I love talking to him too, and I talk kind of talk to him behind the scenes about certain things too. Like he he's definitely a good guy. No, yeah, he's cool. Put another bun in the wife's oven, so he his life is gonna be even more hectic in the future. But we're never gonna rule out him coming back to the channel at least for visits. Uh, other than that, it's been quite an absence, but nice to be back to Twitter and nice to get some fucking content back on the inches channel so yeah i i, I like to ask y'all so oh yeah yeah go for it uh well since i am a reporter so i guess i had to i mean yeah, do I the reporter thing man <laughs> all three y'all just kind of your perspective on just kind of what the dolphins are and it's how optimistic i are y'all for the upcoming season i am always cautiously optimistic <laughs> I get like totally hyped up every year, every freaking year. Like they do something that makes me go, oh my God, this is going to be so great. You know, and then they disappoint me. But I like where they're going right now. And all this stuff on Twitter about Flora's being in the hot seat oh, is yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. But it was literally one guy that said it and everyone lost their mind. That's, yes, that's yes. also kind of crazy. Yes, everybody like ran with it. And, and I'm like, are you people out of your freaking minds? I mean, come on. What this guy's done with the team in the last two years is just beyond anything we could have expected with the roster he had. So I wish everybody would just shut up about that. Yeah, yeah. Before we get this, before I get Sarah's ass, like, I just kind of want to address that. Like, I think it's, it's bullshit, first of all. Just, uh, like, I usually don't cuss a lot, but yeah. <laughs> uh, he got a five-year contract for a reason yeah and he they expect they knew it was going to be a long term i mean his second season they went 10 and 6 after going 5 and 11 after a year where they thought people thought this team was tanking right so 
Was he not given the whole five years up up front? Yeah. yeah. All guaranteed. Yeah. All guaranteed. So yeah, if they have, now if they go off the rails this year, then you could say year four. Yeah, maybe he's on the hot seat. But now nah, this year, not nah, absolutely not. They, he's totally fine. Like, people no, just look, need to stop we, out freaking. Out. Look, we missed the playoffs in an expanded field. That hurts, but we were still further ahead of schedule than what we were supposed to be anyway. And now we got to let a whole season with Tua shake out. If that's possible, let's, exactly. you know, and so there's a lot of different variables. But yeah, Sarah, let go, Sarah, because I, I don't have that much to say either. <laughs> I know what you, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> um, it's hard for me because I always want to have zero expectations coming into season because I always get hurt. So I don't want to say that I don't have any expectations, but my expectations are pretty high. Like, we're building around Tua. Like, our defense is getting there. Like, I have high expectations for the season, much as I don't want to say it. And, like, with – it's fucking bullshit. Sorry, I don't mean to swear. I mean, I guess it don't what? matter. But <laughs> <laughs> what? It's bullshit that uh, – I want to say that Flores is on the hot seat because I don't understand why. Like, he's, he's year two. Like, why is he on the hot seat already? Like, it's not like he's had a chance to – what this roster can do yet i'm sorry she took me out when she said i didn't mean to swear <laughs> well because Antoine did it and i was like oh wait <laughs> i was like i can swear bro i'm dying i can't i can't yeah i don't even you. i don't even cuss that much but yeah look this this show is like 27 x rated like it's crazy that, that you would say that it just took me for a loop for a second sorry <laughs> my bad go uh, you were speaking that's my fault <laughs> I but, just don't uh, understand why uh, the Twitter universe wants to take one little tweet and then run off with it for the next fucking three weeks. Just consider the source. That's all I'll say about that. So that's, now, yeah. yeah. If you're yeah. smart enough and you've been on Twitter a while, like, you know who to take, like, the words. Like, Jason is fucking trash. Like, the same thing with Armando. Like, they're both trash, so why take anything that they say seriously? Yeah, and they both kind of resemble like toads, toadish, <laughs> froggy. They're very froggy looking, both of them. They're both frogs. <laughs> so you don't, when the frogs croak, you just gotta let it fade into the background. But I, yeah, I mean, for me, first off, Twan said he knows what I'm gonna say, which I'm more interested to hear you're, you're what tortured. you think you're, I know. You're tortured, so yeah, <laughs> I, I know you're probably gonna just try to defer it or whatever you're not gonna get too excited no i think like i i just said i think we're ahead of schedule or, or ahead of what a lot of rebuilds would get you playoffs there we missed on an expanded field last year so that was a big disappointment i can see why it might be a touchy issue for some people when they see one little thing and it sets them off but isn't that just how the twitter body as a hive brain works it's just one freakish overreaction to the other. Yes. So it's just, Absolutely. I mean, very typical. I came back and got everything that I expected out of fucking Twitter. So <laughs> no surprises <laughs> there. But I missed the shit out of all you guys. Like, obviously, Lisa and Sarah, I was we were still in contact via text and trying to get this channel thing going. And so that was a big help for me being isolated throughout that time. But... Nice to be back, back around. It's good to talk to you again, Twan, because I was trying to think back. Is this the second or the third time you've been on the channel? 
I think been it's been third, probably three or four three. times actually. I've, yeah. I've been. I would yeah. say three. At yeah, least I was thinking this. This is at least number three, but it has yeah. been a minute because I can't remember. I was on like a little bit more frequently at first, and then I hadn't been on in a while. But yeah, I've been on a few times. Well, that we ain't been on in a while. <laughs> like, well, yeah, y'all. The had, whole yeah. shit has been very spotty. But I don't know. But yeah, I'll just say this about the upcoming. Season. I think what they've done has been really, really good. Uh, I love the draft that they had. I know a lot of people were disappointed they wouldn't able to get Najee Harris. They didn't get draft Najee Harris or Devontae Williams from North Carolina. But yeah, I think really they're building their team the right way defensively. I like the young guys that they have. It's just really about just coming together and how Tua performs really uh, this upcoming season. I think that's going to be a big selling point too. I know a lot of people have talked about uh, Chris Sims' uh, quarterback rankings, which. You know, you take it with a grain of salt. But, I mean, the Bills game, I just think people were freaking out about it. But the Bills were – they played in the AFC Championship. I there mean, is nothing There is nothing more Dolphins than pissing the last game of the season down the drain in horrific oh. fashion. <laughs> yeah. Am I, I wrong? A, I knew that was going to happen. Somebody tell I me I'm wrong. Sarah, am I telling lies? <laughs> no, because I have flashbacks of Ryan Tannehill. Oh, Jesus. Oh yeah, that's like that's a Dolphins move, baby. It's like get us home. We want to start our vacation early. Fuck it. That's the that's the week seventeen, and now it's gonna be week eighteen. Oh shit. Yeah. At least at least that wasn't as bad as when they had a chance to make the playoffs and end up shitting the bed to the Jets the last game of the season. <laughs> so that that was even worse so, than so what you saw. We last do year. recognize that there is a pattern. <laughs> yeah. Or, or that, yeah. Or at least one that we have to kind of look out for anyway does anybody have like a position group they're the most kind of psyched for because i'm i'm very intrigued with the situation we've got going on at wide receiver particularly because that was my biggest argument last year was being underwhelmed by the receiving core and now i just think we're bursting with options and promise in that area so that's going to be for me the thing that i'm keyed up to look at the most I totally agree. I'm excited about our wide receiver core, and that's going to help Tua. There's just no two ways about it, you know? If it doesn't, we're in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, if it doesn't, we're in trouble. Exactly. If it doesn't, we're in trouble. We we definitely are. Um, What what do you guys think about the whole Xavier Howard situation? (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) You you want me to go? Elephant in the room. I'll go first. Here's the thing that I, I get his position because he is he had such a hell of a year last year with 10 interceptions and he's outplayed his contract, too. But at the same time, I think it's the wrong time to be asking for a raise, especially coming off a of COVID year where you didn't have a lot of money uh, to spend and the cap was lowered. So I, I think. I think the Dolphins want to give him some money, but at the same time, they want to wait a year in order to do it. Because after this year, the cap is going to explode, especially with the the new uh, the extra game and the TV money and everything that comes from that. So they'll be able to reward him with that. He just doesn't want to wait that long. But I think he can just wait out a year. He has so many years left on his deal. 
he goes out, balls out this year, and then I think they'll reward him with a kind of restructure of the contract, which I think that makes sense too as well. But I would never fault a player for wanting more money, especially in football where the lifespan is so short. But at the same time, then he still has a lot of years left on his deal, and I don't think the Dolphins necessarily want to give him too much of a raise right now. So they're, they're really between a rock and a hard place right now. So I, I expect him to show up at camp at some point, but uh, it might be he might hold out for a little bit. Yeah, I feel like if he goes out there this year and has anything close to what they had last year, then that justifies a restructure. But dang, you know, I mean, it was it, it was one year and I feel like it's hard to justify redoing everything when we just gave him an extension. I agree with Lisa. Um, and I was on Twitter a couple of days ago saying, like, pay that man, get what he deserves. But. I mean, Antoine's right. You don't want to pay him all his money after one year. That was a weird COVID season that could have been, like, iffy. And my thing is, like, why can't we restructure his contract just so he doesn't miss camp and we can have him this season? Because if we lose him, like, I have less faith in our defense if we don't have him. I'm not a numbers and books guy, but I think it would probably depend on the nature of the restructure and how it was arranged. Because like Tuan said, we, we have some potentially uh, challenging financial times ahead that has to be navigated sort of smartly and don't want to make dolphiny mistakes. Yeah, and you don't have a lot of money to spend anyway, so you don't want to, just in case something were to happen throughout the course of the season, like an injury, but, you want to be able to sign somebody. You're probably, Tawn, you're probably the most equipped to answer that. To Sarah's point, is there any sort of a thing that we can do to kick him something just that's not going to fuck other shit up, or is the rules, there's really not allowed? I don't. You, you can, but I don't know how much he wants. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Like, what what does he want? Like, does he want to be the highest paid corner? I imagine so, especially after the year that he has, and especially considering Byron Jones is making more money than him, which probably doesn't necessarily suit, uh, fit, suit him and his agent really well. So I, I imagine... Yeah, he wants to be among the highest the highest paid corner in the league. If that's the case, then the Dolphins would be strapped for cash the rest of the season. And I don't think they want to necessarily do that, especially when you know we all know it's gonna be some kind of injury that happens throughout the course of the season. Yeah. It's just a matter uh, it's a matter of if and not I mean, a matter of when, not if. Well, and that's also the risk that every player has to take and that's why, you know, do you think there's any chance he might not even get on the field? Is his hand could his hand possibly be that strong? Like, I, I doubt it. I think I, I think he's just I, I think he's gonna push as far as he can. But he he has so many years left on the deal. Right. Like, I mean, he really doesn't have much leverage. I could see if he had like one year left on the deal or something like that. But he has no leverage unless uh, he asks for a trade. And then maybe the Dolphins would give him one at that case, but I don't see that happening so, either. So uh, maybe just maybe it's possible Dolphins Twitter is overreacted about this shit too. <laughs> yeah, just just a bit, just a bit. Yeah, I mean it's all it's like off season stuff, man. Everybody freaks out about everything. Can I ask you, girls? I mean, I know, yeah, Tuan's like a honorary member of Dolphins Twitter, but as full fledged fucking participants, do we know how to do anything else as a whole as a fucking group? <laughs> no absolutely not are we ever and, gonna get our lives together it's just what yeah. i want to know <laughs> we're not happy unless we're unhappy and bitching about something i mean that's literally supposed to be yeah it's nuts it's nuts it seems like there was a time when we had more fun where the rule was everybody just 
try to have fun and have laughs. I'm still in that mode. I'm always going to try to be in that mode, but everybody else is on some bitchy, like, bullshit. Yeah. Not to be that person, but Twitter is more exciting when you're roasting people. Like, not you specifically, but, like, the timeline is roasting someone. Roasting, or at least just it would be good if what we were roasting was not ourselves or, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it'd be cool if... It'd be cool if we could someday roast another team or their fans. Uh, roasting the Bills or the Jets or the Patriots would be better. That would be cool. We just got to avoid fucking debacles like this, that week 17 shit that we were talking about. And maybe possibly one day we'll be in a position of strength. But, you know, it's crazy how negative things have swung, especially on, like, do you remember how balls to the wall everyone was on Tua? like just a year yeah. ago and it hasn't even been a fucking year and now like half of the people are like on some I don't give a fuck shit like dude you haven't even seen him play a fuck it's just nuts it's we're fucking we're oh. literally a band of psychopaths that have yes. electronic access to one another yeah I, I wrote about that I think for me it's just it's perplexing that people remember the tank for Tua uh, had everybody, all the Dolphins fans, well, I won't say all the Dolphins fans, but a lot of the Dolphins fans wanted Tua to be their quarterback. And then all of a sudden, you know, he ends up falling to five. Oh, and yeah. The and if, the opportunity to draft when him. he became the quarterback, though, those same people didn't want to hear, like, well, we got to see what the kid can do first. You know what I mean? But then it was the whole fucking, the whole Watson thing. Everybody got the taste of fucking Deshaun Watson in their mouth, which sounds like a crime in. <laughs> most states i think it was but everybody fucking got that taste of getting somebody who was like ready to kick some fucking ass now instead of waiting to see and like half of those people that were all the way up to his fucking digestive tract were like all of a sudden he's a fucking like a stale piece of fucking fish so i don't know it's just i i think we're bipolar shit Psycho as shit as a community. Dolphins and pe- fans people want instant instant gratification, and also it's that. Uh, I think people see these young quarterbacks; they're playing really well right away, and they expect everybody to do the same thing. And then you also the Justin Herbert thing doesn't help either. When he had a really good rookie year, and then people saying, "Well, how come Tua didn't do that?" But not everybody's the same. People develop differently. Isn't it funny how they people talk about? Uh, it's not even confined just to the quarterback position it's really funny how people talk about players as if they're in a vacuum and if as if there's not 150,000 moving parts on a football team that doesn't affect every aspect of what they do and how successful they can be so it's like come on everybody be a little fucking less like stupid i guess i don't fucking know it's it's stupid yeah people just don't want to wait for the success like i think he'll be much better this year but last year i mean he came in a, a really weird situation just yeah. coming in midseason and replacing Fitzpatrick and everything like that. And I feel like that happened a lot sooner than they wanted to because he had a relief they got pitcher. the bye week pushed up. Exactly. He could be pulled out the game at any time. Like, yeah, so that's and that's another thing. We've talked about, you know, Flores' pluses, minuses in the past. No, I don't believe he's on the fucking hot seat. He has made some mistakes. Maybe that was one of them. Not sure. But either way, let's just let the fucking – scenario play out but i'm gonna go ahead and start the wrap because we're at 30 minutes here but i just want to give my two co-hosts an opportunity to sign off in whatever way they want to oh don't make me come up with something on the clock
Yeah, no, don't do that to me either. I don't want to do that. I just got... Twan, did you see me just get violently swatted down <laughs> by yeah, people did, who yeah. are supposed to be my friends? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, you just trying to give them an opportunity to uh, present yourself. Just uh, plug yourself, really. And not even plug yourself. Just, like, say anything. Just in, not a fuck you, Vero. <laughs> hey, guys, how do you want to sign off? Hey, go fuck yourself. Huh? Get out of here. I, I love you, Vero. I love you too, and so don't be mean to me, Jesus. <laughs> but we are uh, never you, and you know it. Oh, Minga, there's a lie. Anyhow, <laughs> I, I would just like to say thank you to Antoine for joining us on our. There you know, we go. No, our crazy little thing that we do where we really don't talk too much serious shit, but today we did, which is kind of fun. Yeah, we got some dolphins talking. I yeah. know, kind of nice. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed talking to y'all too. Yeah, man, really appreciate you coming by. Always a pleasure. And I guess we'll go ahead and sign it there. Everybody, I'm not going to make a commitment on when the next show is. I'm going to try to make it soon. It's always been my intention that this shit goes all year round. But in the off season, slacking happens. So whatever. But other than that, appreciate everybody else. Thanks for joining us. Inches, signing off. Inches. Inches and company. That's what I said. Fucked it all up. Every end of the show, I fuck up. <laughs> and I ask for a little bit of help from my lovely co-host, and I it's I get the whip cracked on me. <laughs> I helped you. I helped you. So shut your mouth. Well, you. Yeah, I don't want to be put on the spot, man. That's not the spot. I mean, this isn't the it spot. Is. Maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe two hundred. And I wonder if I'm really here at all.